Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Professor Eitan Gilboa is an expert on U.S.-Israel relations. He's a senior fellow at the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security. A very good morning. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm fine. So what is the latest now in terms of the ceasefire? So uh, there were reports uh, the other day that uh, Israel and Hamas agreed to extend the humanitarian pause for one more day in exchange for the release of two of ten more Israeli hostages. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, until now, Israel uh, has not received the list of those hostages um, expected to be released. Uh, and on top of it, uh, about two hours ago, uh, Hamas uh, uh, began to fire uh, missiles and rockets uh, on Israeli uh, towns and villages uh, close to Gaza. And there were some uh, exchanges of fire in Gaza City. And uh, so it seems that perhaps uh, uh, the two sides uh, will resume uh, warfare uh, today unless um, uh, Hamas provides uh, the least of those uh, um, hostages um, expected to be released. Uh, about a week ago, mm-hmm. you know, just a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, the two sides agreed on a humanitarian uh, pose. It is. Uh, it was supposed to last until 7 o'clock this morning, but due to uh, violations of, uh, of the ceasefire by Hamas, it seems that the chance for renewed hostilities is much greater than the other way around. So, so what's strange to me is that there does seem to be a very real interest, for whatever reason, from Hamas to extend this. Maybe they are regrouping, whatever it is. We, maybe we are, maybe we do know, maybe we don't know. But what is strange then is then why would they fire rockets? It definitely seems within their interest to try and extend this truce. But is it, and then, and then, and still attack uh, civilians in Jerusalem yesterday, which could have resulted quite logically in Israel saying, this is over, we, we're resuming. Howard, you're absolutely right. Uh, it's uh, very strange because Hamas's uh, strategy um, since uh, the agreement uh, on a humanitarian uh, ceasefire has been uh, to, uh, to uh, earn, to save as much time as possible. This is this, was, this uh, has been their strategy in order to stop uh, the Israeli war machine and, and confuse uh, the conditions on the ground. Um, I don't know. We don't know yet. Uh, I think that uh, it came uh, as, a little, as a little surprise this morning to see a resumption of, uh, of hostilities. Uh, but I think that what uh, has happening in the last week or so is that Hamas is, uh, believes that uh, he's going to survive, he's going to, it, it's going to uh, succeed in preventing uh, uh, additional Israeli military uh, operation uh, in the south. Uh, maybe they have been also encouraged by uh, Blinken's visit, the Secretary of State, uh, Tony Blinken, a visit here. Uh, there are all kinds of reports about 
about disagreements uh, between the United States and Israel on the next phase in the war, the war in South uh, Gaza. And maybe they think they can, um, they can exchange fire and still negotiate uh, additional, um, additional release of, of hostages. But um, Hamas is a, is a very, very difficult terrorist mm. organization, and it's, very, it's not easy to understand what they are up to. So maybe, you know, I'll, I'll put a theory forward and you can tell me what you think. Is it possible that given the fact that Hamas have not given, not provided the list of hostages to be released today, is it possible that they can't, that they don't know or they are unable to, perhaps they can't be located, perhaps they're not alive. And the only way then to save face, instead of saying we aren't able to do this, is to simply attack, um, send rockets so that the peace, uh, the ceasefire is net, is broken through that, through aggression, which saves them a little bit of face, rather than by saying, we don't have this list. It is possible, but uh, Hamas uh, has proven this week that they know what's going on in Gaza. They have control over what is happening in Gaza. We have seen uh, all kinds of shows uh, uh, of uh, hostages uh, releases. So I imagine they do know where all the hostages are. They control the other organizations, the Islamic Jihad and, and the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine. So I think that um, there could be other reasons uh, for doing it. Uh, but it, you know, the, the, the theory that you've suggested, it's also possible. It's very difficult to know. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Blinken's visit to Israel because it seems as though he came with a fairly strong message, saying to Israel, "You guys are running out of time. If you want to destroy Hamas, do it because we're not going to be able to withstand the domestic and international pressure." That's what I kind of understood. Your thoughts? Yes, I think you're quite right. Uh, the United States and Israel still agree uh, that Hamas has uh, to be uh, to be uh, liquidated, hmm. has uh, to cease functioning militarily and politically in Gaza. So the differences are on ways and means rather than uh, rather than the goal. Uh, <clears throat> so <clears throat> the United States is very much concerned about uh, the humanitarian conditions in the south. Uh, because uh, one million uh, Gazans moved from the north to the south, so together, together they have about uh, 1.8 million people on a very uh, small area. So, uh, so uh, military operations in that area is going to be uh, difficult. The U.S. says Israel cannot use the same methods, uh, military methods employed uh, in the first phase of the war. Uh, they, want, um, they want Israel to minimize civilian casualties, allow, uh, allow much more humanitarian aid, refrain from uh, destroying uh, buildings, because, simply because, uh, because uh, people cannot be moved again to, to anywhere. It's too, it's too crowded. 
So this is this. Um, they don't say they don't say Israel should not continue the war. They say the war should continue, mm, mm. but they want Israel to take into consideration uh, legitimacy uh, in the world. Uh, there was a question about about time. Uh, Blinken um, participated in a meeting of the war cabinet uh, yesterday, and he asked how long Israel plans to conduct the war. Uh, the answer was, uh, given the constraints that you are suggesting, it may take months. Right. And then uh, Blinken responded by saying, no, you don't have months. You have maybe weeks. So here I identify uh, operational contradiction. Uh, if you have to be much more careful uh, in maneuvering uh, militarily in uh, the southern part of, uh, of uh, Gaza, and you and you and uh, under the restrictions that the United States suggests, then this is this is contradiction in terms. And um, so this is one area that um, uh, that the two sides, Israel and the United States, uh, will have to narrow uh, the differences. I think the Israeli military is saying uh, that they are aware mm. of uh, the need. This need has been all along. Uh, to minimize civilian casualties, uh, uh, but it, it, it has been very difficult when you have uh, a despicable terrorist organization using civilians as human shields. And so uh, the military will have to find ways uh, to continue the war in a way that would minimize civilian casualties, but at the same time achieve uh, the primary goal of uh, defeating Hamas. Right, and uh, that is uh, exactly what the goal needs to be. I am seeing some uh, breaking news. I see that uh, Times of Israel saying IDF says uh, that uh, IDF says Hamas has violated the ceasefire. We are renewing combat in Gaza. So, uh, as you mentioned, rockets fired at Israel last heard in Gaza. Hamas did not provide a list of hostages to be released by 7 a.m. And uh, it seems as though that uh, uh, the the fighting will resume. Well, uh, let's uh, let's uh, hope that uh, the IDF and everybody remain safe and they are able to do their job. That's what Professor Eitan Gilboy, expert on U.S.-Israel relations, senior fellow at the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security. It is 7:30.